Okay, Greg, I have a movie pitch for you. All right. You know how people love Alien, and then they love Aliens? Well, I've got something that's going to knock your socks off. Alien Cubed. So you know Newt and Corporal Hicks and uh, the robot guy? Yeah, beloved characters. All beloved. They're all dead. They're all dead, Greg. <laughs> Killed them all off. And now Alien, Ripley is still alive, though. We're going to shave her head. Put her on a planet that's kind of a made of made of prisoners. Not made of prisoners. It has prisoners. <laughs> That'd be incredible if they're made. Uh, but they're kind of, of they're kind of religious, and they're fighting against a doggy alien xenomorph as it runs around a maze, and they're trying to trap trap it. And All right, like, and I have and some notes, Colin. <laughs> I have have some notes. This is the uh, movie podcast where we take flawed and kind of uh, annoyingly bad movies and we turn them into good movies. Coming to you from uh, downtown Edmonton, Alberta, my name is Colin McIntyre. I'm Greg Beaver. Joining us on the show today, uh, new members of the, uh, official members of the I Have Some Notes squads, who we've heard before and they're back again and they'll be coming back more and more. Scott C. Bourgeois. Hello. Aaron Beaver. Hello. Uh, also in the background, Anita Bourgeois. Hello. There we go. <laughs> Anita will be uh, keeping track of our grammar and spelling. <laughs> <laughs> Marking us. She's, she's got some notes about us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. she'll, be, she'll be doing some notes, yeah. Oh, uh, trouble. Oh, very much so. Uh, movie we're talking about tonight uh, is technically Alien 3. I like to call it Alien Cubed because they have the three in a little squiggly mark up by the, the alien. Yeah, this is like X squared. Yeah. 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 This is like a very, uh, this must have been the beginning of, uh, of Fox's weird titles that they like throw out there. Throughout the 90s, they were constantly yeah. doing stuff yeah. like that, like LXG. Le's, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen becomes LXG. <laughs> I Square root of Fast and the Furious. <laughs> that sort of thing. Uh, so Alien 3 is the, um, is the third movie of the Alien franchise, uh, it was David Fincher, it came out in 1992, was David Fincher's directorial debut, which is fun because he has since disavowed the movie entirely. Oh yeah, he, uh, he went through hell making this movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, even to the point where when they, they, they wanted to do a director's cut of this some and years he, ago, yeah, said, and they're like, hey, you want to do a director's cut? He's like, yeah, take a hike. <laughs> uh, the uh, movie made uh, had a budget of $50 million, made $159 million. Uh, Sigourney Weaver's back as Ellen Ripley. Uh, also stars Charles S. Uh, Dutton as Dylan. Charles Dance, who you may recognize from Game of Thrones as... What's he's like? He is Tywin Lannister. Tywin Lannister yeah. as Clemens. Uh, and uh, Brian Glover was, uh, was uh, Andrews, the... the um, What's it called? Of the prison, the director, the director of the prison. Right. Yeah. yeah. It also has Pete Postlewaite in it before oh, it he was. Uh, it's. I looked it up today. He. It was the year before he was in In the Name of the Father, which he was nominated for an Oscar for. Oh. It also has uh, previous Doctor Who in it, Paul McGann, who, really? if you've only watched the theatrical version, yeah. is wasted on the movie because <laughs> they cut his part. Oh, really? They effectively cut his part. Oh man. He was the he was the tenth which doctor is he? He was the I can't get the numbers, but he was the one with the leather. He would have been the ninth nice doctor. doctor. Okay, when they rebooted it, uh, just before the reboot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Or maybe the eighth doctor. Nita's flashing which numbers doctor? at me because yeah. she knows Doctor Who. <laughs> You're right, because David Tennant is a tenth. Yeah. Yeah. So he was he was pre Eccleston. Oh, okay, okay, okay. There. The last of the original run Doctor Who's. Oh, okay. Perfect. Uh, so so let's uh, should should we kind of Greg will we'll, we'll kind of talk about the plot of this movie first before we start giving it the the woe is us groans and moans. <laughs> well, just before we we talk about that, uh, I, going back to uh, David Fincher and his uh, exit from the film, um, this is something that I feel like Hollywood has never quite remedied uh, that they hire a young up and coming director. The director starts, you know, making his movie. It's interesting and, you know, maybe uh, a little bit different than what the studio wants. So the studio panics and fires them or drives them crazy. And, <laughs> when they're, and they're still doing this today, like, with uh, Josh Trank of Fantastic Four and several others. So I, I, it's hard to understand 
Maybe it's why they if, they if they don't trust these young directors, why they're hiring them? Just <laughs> because they're cheap. Just get Brett Ratner or whoever the fuck you want to make your shitty movie and just <laughs> leave once, the other comings alone. But once you've got an established director, they can actually stand up to the producers and say, "Well, no, yeah. I'm Steven Spielberg. Yeah. This is how we're making the movie." Yeah. But when you've got a, a young up-and-coming director, you can just boss them around. Yeah, and David Fincher said the basically that exact same thing. He said like when you're young, you just you can't you don't have the clout to be able to tell the studio no or to be able to fight really hard for what you want, and you just end up uh, you know going through hell. It's unfortunate because the assembly cut to this movie pretty good. Yeah, it's actually, actually not a pretty that good bad. movie. The uh, I, I presume we're going to be mostly talking about the flawed theatrical Correct. version. <laughs> But uh, the assembly cut fixes a lot of the problems it does. with the it, movie. It's well paced. It takes its time. The um, the religious angle of, of the uh, of the movie with the uh, prisoners is, is a little bit more fleshed out. It could probably be even more fleshed uh, out. The character of Gallic, who is Paul McGann's character, is in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't just mysteriously disappear because yeah. in the theatrical cut, he's still in the infirmary. Yeah, he just he was. He's just they there. Just lay, yeah, he's just there. <laughs> this is the guy that was just kind of like, like chained to the bed. He was, yeah, like, he was the one that uh, that was with the other two prisoners like, who got dragon, killed by the alien the in the basement. Yeah, yeah, he's the yeah, they, he's the guy. He oh, says, yeah, I, okay. "I saw the dragon," or, or okay. "It was a dragon. It wasn't me." Yeah, yeah, right. and he has this whole weird quasi-religious arc where he he ends up freeing the alien after they capture it, and yeah. it's. Uh, it's, he, he it's a good character. It's, yeah. It kind of it's almost an important plot point in in, in a way because it sort of reinforces um, uh, the fact that uh, the alien is not interested in killing Ripley because he's in the infirmary at the same time as uh, when the alien decides not to kill Ripley after he rips apart Clemens, right? So then Gallic thinks that uh, he's also immune, so he goes to free the alien he starts to think that like i think i think the idea is like he thinks that um this is some sort of religious thing it's sort of adam and eve thing yeah ripley that's right that's right that's what he wants so he goes to free the alien who who gets trapped after like you know that whole um accident with the fire yeah uh they actually in the in the assembly cut they actually trap the alien in that room that they wanted to trap him in okay um there's a, there's so a good there's a nice moment where there where one of the prisoners sacrifices himself to get the alien in there yeah, yeah. And, but they, then, and they have a everybody takes a moment to breathe but then Gallic turns up and sets it loose again yeah and yes. and it promptly kills him too oh so. yeah so that sort of like reinforces like the fact that like Ripley is the one that the alien is is not yeah. uh, nah. not interested in. Interesting. So. But this is we should be talking about this later actually, <laughs> in <laughs> retrospect. Right. That's but right. yeah. uh, that's okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. Let's uh, before we kind of get to people's kind of like thoughts of the movie. Let's kind of just quickly just kind of quickly run through uh, for those who haven't seen the movie. Uh, maybe you've seen Alien and Aliens, and you're like, hey, what happens in Alien 3? I've never seen it. Or it's just been a long time since yeah. you've seen it, rightly, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, to, so, so, when we last left our heroes, everyone, they were on a, uh, they were on a ship. Yeah, Sulaco, the Sulaco. Su Sulaco. Yep. Uh, having survived, uh, wh- whosoever survived, uh, Aliens, which was, uh, Ripley, it was, uh, wee little Newt, uh, the blonde-haired girl. Corporal uh, Hicks. Corporal Hicks. Um, the robot whose name I parts of Bishop. Bishop parts of Bishop <laughs> was the, did, the, did they save the cat was the cat gone oh uh, no the Jonesy was only in the first movie oh, and was at he? the beginning okay. of the second oh I thought he, okay oh. I remember. did Jonesy survive in the first I don't remember yeah, yeah. they left him in Jonesy's the... at this point the only thing that has ever survived an encounter yeah <laughs> they, when she was on the space station when they recovered her whatever, oh, she, yeah. the oh cat, right Jonesy stays there yeah. oh yeah, yeah. so anyway yeah. So, so, so they're in this little, little ship floating through space they're in cryo sleep but gosh darn it there's a pod in, 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 their, in their pod little face hugger pops out uh, fire breaks out. The their escape pod kind of ejects a smaller escape pod. Crash lands on a planet uh, called One Six One, which apparently is just an old uh, uh, what's it? Uh, Wayland Mutani uh, mine. Humans yeah. in, in this future can't seem to get the hang of like naming things. It's yeah, every planet is just like a number. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, so cra- crash lands on this planet, uh, which is actually just a little mining facility, but it's run. It used to be a prison. And now the prisoners still live there, 
but they're kind of religious. They've formed their own little like little cult. Do I have that correct? Yeah, yeah it's a yeah, right. monastery yeah. kind of. Yeah, situation. yeah. They've they Wayland Nutani had uh, wanted to shut it down, but they. I think the idea is that the prisoners have carved out a little life for themselves in the prison, and in in, in some ways they're trying to um, protect themselves from themselves. Yeah, right? yeah. like they're they're still a danger to society, yeah. but they've they've yeah. created their own little okay. culture. Yeah, yeah. So they've asked to to stay in this if they can just stay, and, and Waylon uh, just tells them, yeah, you can be sort of custodians yeah. of this prison. So 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 the, the so the little escape pod crashes. Uh, much to everyone's glee, Newt dies. Coco Hicks dies, uh, which made everyone, including James Cameron, uh, kind of upset. Uh, Ripley survives, and then, of course, whatever the little alien thing uh, that was on the pod escapes into the into the facility. Uh, naturally, and a xenomorph is born uh, through either a dog in one version or in the assembly cut, an ox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, a cow. And then it's just it's Ripley, and it's these crazy prisoner, dangerous offenders who are. Kind of religious, yeah. and some of the to, prison staff is still, and there. some of the prison staff uh, trying to defeat this alien. But then there's something weird with Ripley. Spoilers! Oh, oh she, what is it? She has a queen in her. <laughs> she is the queen aliens incubator. Yeah, there we go. So now it's now it's a race to kill the alien, keep uh, Wayland Utani from getting. Uh, yeah, the uh, stuff. the one of the plot points at this point is that the prison is looking for permission to kill the alien. And they're asking for Wayland Utani to send basically some more Marines to help them out. And Wayland Utani's just like, no, you do not have permission to kill that thing. Yeah. Uh, the Ripley girl, keep her safe. Yeah, keep her. And uh, we're we're sending someone to pick them up. Yeah. And so Ripley, of course, gets skeeved out that the company's again trying to get their hands on a xenomorph, and that's kind of a, a plot point. That yeah. So that feeds into the end. Yeah. So what do we think of it? Before we get into the, the what we're going to keep, what we're going to cut, uh, some 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 thoughts on the film. Uh, Greg, Weaver. well, the the theatrical cut is a, a bit of a mess. The, <laughs> <laughs> the, it's yes. really poorly paced, and uh, and I'm actually kind of interested to find out like um, how many movies just die in the edit bay like this because there's. <laughs> There's so much more there to this story. When you see the assembly cut, you can see it all uh, played out. But everything, you know, mo- everything feels feels pretty rushed. Um, uh, even even the reveal that uh, Ripley has the Queen Alien in her doesn't it doesn't really play very well. It kind of comes out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't in the in the in the assembly cut. There's a, a fairly you know large build up to it, and and you know it's more of a surprise too. I find that like it yeah. doesn't feel very surprising in the uh, in the theatrical cut. So it, it's really, I, I you know the, I don't feel like I'm I'm mad at any particular plot point in the movie. Like yeah, it sucks that. Um, Newt and Hicks die uh, from like if you from a fan perspective from but from a story perspective I don't like I like that you know it makes sense that you know the the ship would crash there was a queen on there it makes sense that would there could have been an egg left behind uh, and I like the prison as a setting it's an interesting setting it puts Ripley really on the defensive uh, where. Previously, she's been more of a powerhouse in the in the previous two films, you know. So, uh, so I think it, it it puts the character in a different sort of frame, uh, which is uh, good for a sequel. Um, but yeah, just so poorly paced that uh, it just kind of dies that way. Um, <clears throat> I think it's a good science fiction movie, but I don't think it's a good sequel to Aliens. That's and that's kind of been my my opinion of it for a while. It, and I saw the assembly cut, and it actually I agree with Greg. It fixes a lot of the problems with this movie, and actually elevates it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So if you if you want to rewatch Alien Three, find yourself the assembly <laughs> cut. Yeah. Um, the, I think that most people get hung up over the fact that like they basically kill off everybody from the previous movie except yeah. for Ripley, um, and that is why I don't think it makes a good sequel to Aliens because I feel that it it kind of short circuits Ripley's arc from the second movie and that's not very satisfying 
And that would be my biggest criticism, really, about the movie at this at this juncture, is that it's Ripley goes through an arc in the first movie, and then she goes through an arc in the second movie, and that that feeds off of that first movie arc. Yeah, and then yeah, in the third movie, she's... they're just like, eh, done. We're basically making her a whole new character now, yeah. Yeah. and that's I can see why, like it. It doesn't sit right with me, and I'm not a rabid Aliens fan, and I can yeah. see why a lot of rabid Aliens fans would be just outraged by that. Yeah, sure. Her, I guess the first the first movie's arc is just about like her arc is kind of more of like just like just straight survival, yeah, kind yeah. of thing, right? In the in the in the second film, it's she's dealing with with loss. She's been out mm-hmm. in space so long that her family is gone, correct? Yeah. Um, and it's really about Ripley's sort of recovering some of that family so so you're right when it gets to the third film and, and that family she fought so hard to recover is now gone it, it just <laughs> dies off page yeah, yeah yeah it just it does i can i can definitely see how fans would would view that as as kind of like a slight and an insult or or, or just horribly depressing however you want to frame it well and it's it's not earned at all. It's just like we couldn't get these actors, so here's this. Yeah, just recast them. Just fucking recast I them. I mean, for one thing, it's a little girl, so they recast kids yeah, all the time. That's right. And I don't know. I like Michael Bean was great. He was also scarred by acid, so you could have anybody play. Yeah, this. exactly. <laughs> just right. have him wear a band-aid around his head exactly. the whole time. Yeah. I don't it just it was yeah. If you can if you can separate it from if you could ignore that it's an alien sequel, it would be fine in its own way, but it's yeah, that, it's that's a good a good little so. bottle science fiction thriller kind of thing. You know, yeah. the prison planet's a good setting to be, you know, for if you're, you know, a, a group of people to be stuck in a hostile alien situation. Yeah. And we even kind of discussed this before we started rolling. Uh, if the first Alien is a horror movie, like it is a haunted house in space yeah. movie. Yeah. And the second Aliens is more of an action movie, like it's kind of like a horror action. Yeah. And this, this one should have been a heist. This <laughs> one's, but this one's more of a horror thriller. Like there's a mystery that you're yeah. that uh, that especially in the assembly cut that's kind of slowly being peeled away. There's the heightening tension with like who can Ripley trust on this planet full of rapists? Yeah. And there's an alien hunting everybody, and there's the the looming threat of the corporation, and what are they up to? It's very much like a horror thriller or a psychological thriller movie. Yeah. yeah. So it again shifts genres from the previous. Yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah I would yeah I would I would agree with that. Um, I would on my end I would say that. I was. <laughs> I made the comment to Greg. I didn't fall asleep, but my brain fell asleep <laughs> watching this movie. I just, I just felt there was this kind of. And I know you mentioned talking about like I watched. I watched the just the regular version. So um, you talk about like the you know the problems with the pacing and obviously you know switching directors and stuff back and forth. I just I just I felt it. It was. I felt it was, I was kind of bored with it. I was. I was bored, and it was kind of like constantly being turned around. Like it's this. It's this prison planet, but it's all it's it's a, it's a prison, but it's also like this like mine like smelter sort of thing, and yeah, there's all right. these and it's like it's very it's very dark and very very dirty and very gritty, which is all fine and good, but it was just kind of like everything looked so uniform that I could mm. could never really keep anything straight. So like even yeah. it even, was really difficult to tell where they were. I couldn't in even keep. I couldn't. Anything. And other, all the characters other, looked the yeah, same. Other yeah. other than like right. other than like uh, Ripley and that's Dylan one of the side effects Clemens. of like the lice storyline is like everyone's yeah. got a shaved head and like, <laughs> and, like yeah, so it makes kind everyone of like, kind of okay. Everyone's kind of wearing the same clothes and stuff like that. Yeah. And I just I just felt I don't know. I felt like. Like I'm not a, I'm not a huge Aliens fan. Like I've obviously seen the movies. For some reason, I think I've seen this one the most. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, which is, no, that no. might be why you're not which an is alien. Sad because yeah, because it's kind of when I think of Aliens, I think of this movie. Oh no. <laughs> which I know is, isn't obviously it's not the best one of all of them. But yeah, I just I just I guess felt like yeah, I just I just it was never. It just it's it, I, I the I was kind of intrigued at the start where it's like oh geez, Kate, it's not a prison planet. There's an alien here. What's gonna happen? And this is kind of like the far. The more we got into the movie, the less and less, 
like that 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 underlying tension and stuff and that intrigue just kind of floated away. Yeah. There's and definitely my, my, there's definitely a, uh, especially in the theatrical cut I felt like there was a big dead spot in the middle of the film where I was just checking right out. Yeah, actually yeah, the, it starts it, to pick up well, again when they when they're, you know, when he when uh, the the priest guy gives his speech about like killing the alien or whatever and yeah. you're like, "Oh, that's right. Uh, I'm alive and I'm watching a movie well, and I'm yeah. <laughs> they're actually they're, the, the 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 point I find actually I I think actually this is when the alien actually comes into like the sick bay and kills uh, Tywin Lannister and then kills the guy in the kitchen. And every- so at this point, everyone should be like losing their minds trying to find a safe, pl- safe place. Yeah. No, there should be no Nobody place. Nobody does that. Can- the one guy is just like mopping up. Yeah. Then, 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 then the next scene, it's kind of like, okay, we should, we should probably take our time building this little trap for the alien instead of just kind of being like, let's go hide in the closet and yeah. figure something out. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, again, and again, that's, I, I just saw, I just saw the, the, the theater version so I, you know and I'm, I'll, I'll trust you guys with the assembly version but yeah my thoughts is kind of just blah just it's, kind of blarg yeah it's very brown and you it's hard to care for like you said it's a planet full minus a few characters it's a planet full of rapists so do you really care if they get eaten <laughs> by well, an alien? yeah and I, I think what we can talk about this is because I think we're all on the same page uh, when it comes to like how the religious aspect but um yeah, actually, we'll come back because I think we're I think we're all kind of on the same page where there's uh, kind of what we think of that about it was probably under underdeveloped. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's talk about what we what we're going to keep and what we're going to cut first. So, Greg, what do what do you what do you keep and what do you cut in this movie? Well, like I have already mentioned, that I would probably keep the the overall setting. Uh, um, you know, I, I do like the prison planet. I think it's a good setting, and I uh, and and again, like the, the crash landing is a perfectly fine opening for uh, an alien film. Uh, from the assembly cut, I would actually, I, I really like the cows in the, uh, in the assembly cut because the there's oxen, there's oxen, that's, that's actually what the alien comes out of in the assembly cut. Oh it's man, I get, I got a rock one. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not a doggy. No. Yeah, you know, you, you just get to see a, a poor ox. Yeah, uh, uh, he's, uh, I think he's already dead, is he not? Yeah, yeah they uh, find it dead and they're curious what happened to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and then they, it bursts out of Then that. they drag it inside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never drag an ox. Didn't you get, but didn't they teach that in school? The thing I like about the cows is sort of like that it adds texture to this prison planet. Like, it, it reinforces the idea that this group of prisoners is they're trying to make a life for themselves like they're yeah. kind of farming and, and it kind of gives you and it also sort of like adds details like how they're feeding themselves on this what looks like a dead planet basically like yeah. unless unless they're eating lice but in the you know in this in this movie the, are those not like the largest lice even? <laughs> like that is some serious alien lice this movie just like could have maggots. been about aliens yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're enormous and I, I would keep I would keep their religious angle, though I would develop it quite a bit more. I mean, like it, you know, the stories about sacrifice, Ripley's Jesus, blah 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 blah. We get it, you know, but it's just a little underdeveloped and and, and doesn't really connect and mesh the way it should. Fair enough. What would you what would you cut? I would cut uh, sex with Clemens. No getting down and dirty with Tywin Lannister for me. <laughs> that guy's evil. No, but you know that that bit to me, for Ripley just decides that uh, you know she, she's met this guy for all of like two seconds, watched him rip open a child, you know, during an autopsy, <laughs> and, and, then she, and then she's like, you know what, I'm feeling pretty horny now, and just decides yeah. she wants to bone down on him. And uh, I don't know, if, I don't know what you guys think, but in a way, it felt kind of out of character for Ripley. Ripley. Yeah. I felt like it was just kind of just really weird. Like, it was kind of like, like the only thing I could think was like, well, she's been through a lot. So. Yeah. Maybe. Well, but, so what are you doing tonight? You want to, but yeah, it seems, yeah, it does seem yeah, kind of like. I don't know, she's, because she's, she's usually it's like such a powerful character, I if guess. You cut it, and you like, and then, and then there's this sort of like idea that like she, I know it's subtle, but it's just like she suddenly she needs something from somebody, and I, and maybe it's just that bit that just so makes me feel like it's I, out of character. I will I will def- I will defend it for only one reason, but and only because because her the her and Dylan have this unique relationship where they're 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 keeping these massive secrets from each other, so they're trying this like little cat and mouse game of like trying to deflect like. Hey, why are you on a prison planet? Well, hey, why are why are you so concerned about whether there you needed this girl to have an autopsy? Like, what was on the ship? So they keep having this like kind of weird like back and forth deflecto match. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that was Ripley just saying like, hey, but well, I don't want to tell you why what I'm looking for on this thing. So 
you find me attractive? And then <laughs> it was kind of like, well, she won that she, round. It's like they had sex out of a comedy of errors. Yeah, like communication like, or something. So, yeah, but, but I, I would agree with you. Like, if you, if, you cut, if you cut that scene from the movie, or just that whole interaction, did you lose anything? No. No. Yeah. And I think there's a way to have, like, a romance between them without actually boning down, you yeah. know? Um, one other... This is a small thing that I would, I would cut, but in the theatrical cut... In the beginning, there's like these dumb computer overlays of Newt and Corporal Hicks, where it's like, this is who they are, whatever, they're dead. And like, it's just like, and and the, what bothers me about it is like the computer overlay is over top of an image of them in their uh, uh, med bays dead. Like, we already know they're dead. We're looking right at them. I don't need a computer overlay to say dead. Also, like, the, the computer overlay says dead, like no document ever would. Like, you say deceased, you don't yeah. say dead. Gonzoed. I mean, it's such a small thing, but Push it just really pieces. bothered me. Especially after being, seeing the first movie, and that was not in there, as I recall. There's a story on Wikipedia that the guy who played Corporal Hicks actually uh, was actually still paid. Because well, he's paid for like that image, and yeah, yeah, and actually got paid the same amount as he did in actually aliens. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah that's that's the story of Wikipedia. Well, there was a who sto- knows if that's true. There was a story, I guess, um, that there was a, originally a story arc where the the chest burster came out of Corporal Hicks's body. Oh, okay, but and I guess they went as far as to make like a, a double, like a like a pla- like a plaster mold of his body and all this yeah. kind of stuff or whatever, and like make it. But he sued them for using his likeness, oh, so really? they couldn't do that. Yeah. Well, that's what it looked like. I thought that's what happened. I thought that's what happened too, because they look at his corpse and it's just like this mess of like meat or something, and then they're just like, "Oh, Gerder went through him," and I'm like, "That's not what it looked." Like, I don't yeah. know. It looked like he exploded. I mean, the movie sucks. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a medical expert. Yeah, yeah. Because it didn't it, cause it didn't look like the glass was shattered. No. Right? Yeah. It just looked like his, his ribcage was just open. Yeah. sloppy deathing, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scott, what about yourself? What do, you, what, do you, what do you keep, what do you cut in this movie? Um, <clears throat> first of all, I cut Ripley from this movie. <laughs> what? Um, oh. But in getting rid of Ripley, I get rid of the entire surviving crew of the Sulaco from the second movie. And okay. just make it a standalone alien film. I don't think you need... I don't think you need Ripley to make an alien movie. Yeah. I think her story, her story is told in Alien and Aliens, and so long as you have xenomorphs killing people, you've got an alien. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I mean, sure, like, every alien that alien movie that doesn't have Ripley in is an awesome, right? Uh, uh, AVP, AVP2, Prometheus, <laughs> those are so those, good! But these, the, this is this is a problem with writing. I think that they have, uh, they have the guts of a decent movie here, and if one of the main hang-ups is that it's a terrible sequel to Aliens, don't make it a sequel to Aliens. Yeah. Right. Make... Make this movie, but then have a different company person crash on the planet yeah. and explore their backstory a little bit. Yeah. And you could and you could still have an interesting, strong character without it having to be Ripley. Yeah. With all due respect to Sigourney Weaver, who is great. Yeah. But that's that's my main cut, I think, from the movie. Otherwise, again, I think that the the guts of the movie, especially once you add the extra half hour of the assembly cut, is pretty good, yeah. honestly. I I have this weird maybe this is Maybe this is just the social justice warrior in me. I have this weird thing about Ripley being the only female character in the movie, mm-hmm. but at the same time, because of the nature of the prison planet, it kind of works. Yeah, and because of the nature of the thriller, they're kind of putting together, it kind of works. It's interesting so, to have an extra threat, like before she has allies, and in this, yeah, she had no. She, I mean, she had allies eventually, but she yeah. didn't know who she could trust for the longest time because they're all murderers and rapists. Yeah, and so that's like it. It works, and so I'm giving it a pass. But there's like a deep seed inside of me, which is like, it's weird that she's the only woman in the yeah. movie. Yeah, we'll talk more, a little bit more of that when we get to the second half and changes, because uh, I've got some ideas on this as well. Yeah, fair enough. Aaron, uh, what do you keep, what do you got? Oh, geez. I like Scott's idea, because I just, <laughs> I, I don't want, I don't want this to be a sequel to the other. I mean, it's fine to, I don't want it to be a sequel to Aliens, I just want it to be a standalone alien movie, because I would have been much happier with that. Um, and I don't know, maybe, <laughs> this is, 
probably stupid, but just, like, do they have to be rapists? Because <laughs> like, I'd have a lot more sympathy for, like, a prison, a planet of prisoners that... Uh, Are they all rapists? They seem to imply it, almost. They seem These to imply it. Yeah, yeah, they they're all rapists and murderers. Yeah. Like, I... What if... Because it's... Waylon... Waylon, whatever. Uh, Utani. Utani, thank you. Um, it's, it's an evil corporation. What if they were just, like sent to a prison planet because of minor theft or, like, <laughs> or political weed prison. or something. I'm in yeah. here for fraud. Yeah, <laughs> like, he was, I don't know, I just have a lot more sympathy for these guys who were just really unfairly treated yeah. and then sent to this garbage planet and now there's an alien and they're all dying. Well, the thing is, is like, that, the, what, like, what the, what the movie is trying to do, I feel, is that the religious angle of it is supposed to make them more sympathetic because, because they're trying, trying to redeem, yeah. redeem themselves. Yeah. But and that, certainly, the, I would argue the rape scene ruins that, yeah. and it doesn't need to be in there. Yeah, I, I would argue that of all of the uh, rapist murderers, uh, Dylan actually does come across as sympathetic by the end of the movie. You kind of get into his head. Yeah, yeah, and and of all of them, he's probably like the most heroic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fun fact that if you know if you don't, this is blow your mind. Uh, Dylan, so Charles S. Dutton, who played Dylan, was actually in prison on Earth for manslaughter. Oh, oh was he? Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and actually, uh, yeah. So he actually he was a, he was a boxer, and uh, he got into a fight, and the fight took a little bit of a nasty turn, oh, as, yeah. as it can do when you pick and, a fight with a boxer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, so he was in he was actually in prison for several years, and actually at one point the story is at one point he was in solitary. And before going to solitary, the prison basically allowed him to, you could allow him to pick one book for six days in solitary. He actually picked a book about, uh, about black playwrights. And that's actually what kind of got him on the app. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, good for him. So there we go. That, weirdly, makes his character more significant. I know. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, I'm going to, so I, I'm, I'm kind of, on, I, I'm on board kind of with everyone else here. Like, I, th- I think Scott's right. There's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a nugget of a good movie in here. Uh, I do think... Uh, the you know keeper cut. I like the I like the religious cu- aspect of this, and I think yeah, that's well underplayed. I think you could I think I think you could do more with that than making them all these grisly, terrible murderers. So I think yeah. um, you know I think it would have been uh, we'll discuss it in the changes. But I think but I think I like that idea, and I think that was underplayed. Um, I like the idea of Ripley being connected to the xenomorph in some weird, strange, psychic fashion. Uh, again, I thought that was underplayed. I'm not sure what they did with the assembly cut in that, but I kind of like that idea, and I've got an idea on how we changed that. Um, I I liked not having Hicks and Newt, uh, but I would cut killing them off in the movie. So I think if you don't want to have Nixon, uh, you know uh, Hicks and Newt, just don't have them. It, yeah. And it would have been, I suppose, possible in retrospect to have like all of their cryopods eject separately. Exactly. And then, and then Ripley lands on this planet alone. Yeah. We don't know what happened to Newton Hicks. They yeah. could be fine. Well, yeah, yeah and, and even is, if you if you go through, the, the Wikipedia entry on this film is fascinating, if you haven't checked it out. Um, <laughs> I would but, imagine. Yeah, it's, it's amazing, because, uh, but... But I mean, it, it, early on, it was they were they were planning to actually make two movies out of this. And actually, they were supposed to be on Earth at one point. Um, but... Uh, had, because they're already kind of thinking about doing two movies, you could have you could have this as like Ripley's swan song, and just have okay Hicks and Newt aren't there, and all of a sudden show up at the end of the movie, and that leads to the next movie where they're all there somewhere. They've got an alien, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so, but so, but I, but I would I would cut killing them off just because it seems like a little like just kind of like yeah screw these guys yeah. and like we're gonna take our own direction. Um, and I would I would cut just kind of like and again this kind of talks just well the way they kind of did all the Aaron mentioned the. You know, you can't really sympathize with any of the color, uh, the the characters are like like Dylan or even I was kind of sympathetic to uh, Tyrion Lannister for a little while. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I was sad when they killed him off, but uh, yeah, I have some thoughts about that too. Yeah, but yeah. just you know, like, I was I I'm I didn't legitimately care. surprised by the way how quickly he's killed off in this movie. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, like I seem to rem- I remembered him surviving much longer. <laughs> really? Than I did. Yeah. I yeah I was like like I mentioned before I was actually I actually think that like. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Clemens and Ripley have this this really interesting kind of dynamic and this really weird relationship, and it's actually just it, when he basically says why he's on the prison planet. I'm like, okay, now this is interesting, and then he dies. And it's yeah. like, ah, jeez, that was me throwing my head. So, um, yeah. Also, and just 
yeah, I, th- I think those are the big things I, I would uh, make make changes to. So, um, when we come back, we're going to make this a better film. Forget all the other versions that other people made. We're going to make this a better movie uh, right after this break. Message. Bony ad. Was there an alien on board? Yes. <sighs> We have no weapons of any kind. Start. It's here! Welcome back to I Have Some Notes. We're talking about Alien 3 slash Cube slash Alien Circumference slash whatever, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we talked about uh, what we would keep and what we'd cut this movie. Now, we, movie experts, with all of zero Hollywood productions to each of our collective names, will fix this movie. Make it wonderful. Who wants to go first? With this? Scott, go ahead. Um, okay, well... <clears throat> If we're going with uh, with my plan, then you need to write in an original character because okay. uh, we're not going with uh, Newt Hicks and Ripley. But you know what? I actually I am down with your suggestion to keep Ripley and just jettison Newt and Hicks. Yeah, like don't kill them, just have them away. Yeah, and I think that that right there is actually a, a an initial good fix to what a lot of people's problem with the movie was, which was that Newt and Hicks are dead. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, died horribly grisly deaths. I think it wasn't just like, oh, they passed away peacefully in their sleep. Yeah. Yeah. It was... Um, I I also think that uh, giving giving the prisoners a little more depth might help. So, uh, going with the the idea that maybe they don't all have to be murderers and rapists. You could have some other prisoners (laughs) thrown in there. Maybe some people who are unjustly imprisoned by the company, because we know the company. Guys. Yeah, exactly. Um, which makes it a little more, um, a little more complicated. Yeah, and uh, I think visually speaking, giving the prisoners their hair back is a good idea because yeah. I, I, one of my complaints visually is that everyone looks the same. Yeah, and it's hard to tell everyone apart. I couldn't when, when, in the scene where they're being chased around the maze, melty maze, whatever it was. <laughs> the, the the yeah, where they, when they're trying to close doors and it's like they're just chasing after it's like I yeah. couldn't tell who was who. Yeah. So like for so, like anyway that went on for twenty minutes. So giving it's all upside down shaky. Yeah. It's like how, did this guy just die again? Yeah. Is this the same scene so over and over? Allowing again? the prisoners to be a little more visually distinctive, like different clothes. Yeah. Maybe keep their hair like even even if you really wanted everyone to have a shaved head. Yeah. Uh, making maybe their outfits a little more visually distinctive. Yeah. 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 No, for sure. Or if they're, I mean, if they're really religious, like they are, maybe they have uh, distinctive tattoos or something like that. Like they had, you know, crosses. Some of them had crosses tattooed on them or whatever. Just make that more distinctive so it was easier to tell who's. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I I think that's, that's, that's more, that was one of the big takeaways for me was that, yeah, I just couldn't tell who was who from, like, this person's dead now. Should I be concerned? Was yeah. the important part? I'm not really sure. But uh, yeah, for if we're if we're if, so if we're creating a new character, do you have an idea of who this character would be? Would um, you call it like let's say Bipley? <laughs> just like Alan Bipley? Well, Alan Bipley uh, would probably still be a female character. Oh, okay. Uh, but would also and would probably still have to have a link to the company. It would it would have to be kind of almost Ripley with the serial numbers. Yeah. Scraped off. For the rest of the movie to work as is, like you, you seriously have to rewrite the movie to completely introduce an entirely brand new sure. character. Sure. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> Greg, how do you make this a better movie? Well, uh, it would definitely flesh out the religious angle quite a bit more. For one thing, I'd like to know what what they believe. At least yeah. some sort of semblance of what they believe, because. The only real clue we're given is in the scene with Ripley and Clemens just before they decide to fuck, where uh, he suggests that some sort of like some sort of sect of Christianity or something. Yeah, I think he actually rattles off like four or five different. Yeah, you don't you don't get any sense of what they believe in. Just like, oh, we're we're religious now. Sure. Yeah, (laughs) you are. You swear a lot for religious people. (laughs) Yeah, and I think like I think if that if 
if the rules of their um, religion are more clearly defined, then you can use that to set up more tension between the prisoners and Ripley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, because the whole idea of uh, Ripley sort of representing, like, sin for them and temptation, like, that works, right, in, in the context of this film, but it just needs to, it just needs a more clear definition, right? Yeah. Um, and I like that, you know, I like that uh, the, the, you know, the prisoner's arc can be learning to trust Ripley. Because, yeah. you know, at first they don't, you know, they, they, they see her uh, as a threat to the way of life that they've developed, you know, they're they're scared about reverting back to their old ways, and scared, and they're afraid of losing this new religion that's become the you know the crux of their lives. Yeah, right. So it makes sense that you know she represents a uh, 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 conflict for them, but then they sort of like over time, sort of you know, uh, begin to trust her, trust that you know when she says there's an alien around, there is indeed an alien, and then they. And it, there is a scene where um, I don't what, what's is it Dylan the the main priest guy yeah, yeah. yeah. right where yeah. he where he looks to Ridley for leadership right he actually says like yeah. show some leadership yeah you're an officer and that like that that scene can play a little bit differently where that is the moment where they they actually start to trust Ripley and 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 overcome this sort of like fear that she she's going to tear their world apart. So that gives all the prisoners kind of like uh, you know their own little arc. Well, and it it ties into the existing pseudo arc that they have as well because in the movie as it is there there is kind of an arc for the prisoners where they um kind of find redemption by sacrificing themselves. For, to, for the greater good, to try to kill this monster, to yeah, try yeah. to save Ripley, yeah. who's kind of, who, although they initially see her as representing sin, they yeah. eventually realize he's yeah. an innocent. Yeah. Um, and, and, but it's, it's so muddled, and it's partly because we don't really get what their religion is yeah. about. Yeah. And yeah. I think if that's more clear, that, think, even think, that plays I better. think part of the problem, too, is that, is that and we go back to how, the, how, the, how these characters look, right? So... They, they 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 dress they they everyone dress like like they're in this like muddy dirty dusty prison planet. They don't dress like they're like they they if you if you if you had the sound I'd be like okay this is obviously you're obviously on some prison planet. They're they're prisoners. They look like they're incarcerated, but you don't get you don't get that sense you know like there's that mismatch right when you when you hear them talk and that sort of thing. So I think if if they would have if they would have done yeah like even you know they're even visually just trying to say, okay, you can tell that they've taken some of their prison guard and made it more respectable because they're trying to change how yeah. they are and who they are. Yeah. But you never get a sense of it. It's kind of like they're just, they're just this, this mixed bag of everything. Yeah. And it nothing, almost, nothing it almost really... feels like um, they're, um, you know, a, on, the, on a sort of like a prison equivalent of like a trailer park or something yeah. like that. Like they just kind of like landed there and they're just like, well... This is our home, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Don't really care. I guess, I guess I'm trying to think of, uh, like, and again, we talk about how, like, the religious, the religious angle isn't really bumped up. I mean, so if you think of, like, um, you know, places like monasteries or, you know, things like that where it's, you know, you have these, you know, groups of people who they've separated themselves from society to kind of hone in on their faith and their religion. Um, a lot of that, and I think it's common amongst different faiths, is about really sort of taking care of yourself and also your surroundings and your environment. So, yeah. you know, like lot, lots of chores, lots of keeping things clean, keeping yourself clean, that sort of thing. And, you know, when you look at this movie, you don't get that sense. It's just this kind of, there's kind of like, oh, we're, we're still a bunch of, we look like a bunch of murderers and evil people. Yeah. Uh, some of it, or, you know, or fraud or tax evasion or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, we're still dressed like dirty, rotten scoundrel, you know, prisoners. So, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah no, for sure. Yeah, and I, the other thing I would change off. Uh, there's a couple more things, but like I would not have. I would delete the rape scene because that. Uh, I think that hurts the having any sort of sympathy for for the prisoners. Yeah, you know, you uh, I mean you can still have some sort of scene where the the, the prisoners are faced with a certain amount of te- uh, you know temptation, but that can be played out maybe in the relationship between. Clemens and Ripley instead. Yeah, and and I would actually take Clemens and um, the the little Weasley guy Aaron 
they the uh, the guy they kept calling eighty five. I think. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I would actually take Clemens and Aaron and sort of like combine them, so that the Clemens is maybe one of maybe give him also sort of a religious angle to it. But the reason I want to combine those two is because I I feel like it'd be more interesting uh, to have. Uh, you know, a, a character in there where he he befriends Ripley, becomes you know a, a source of trust for her, and then ultimately he betrays her for his own freedom. You know, because he has you know he has life back on Earth. He has like you know family or something like that, and the the temptation of uh, of that of you know going back home is just too much so he ends up being like judas or something like that right yeah Yeah. you know so that like that that way that like he just doesn't die you know without like it's not really satisfying well and that that also makes him a good foil for dylan then because dylan is the one who keeps ripley at arm's length and uh, and refuses to trust her right up to the end and then he's the steadfast ally well the one who she thought she could trust turns out to be the one who betrays her yeah absolutely yeah yeah Yeah, that'd be that'd be cool yeah no for sure um i would um i so even through this conversation i've changed my mind over whether i keep them prisoners or not back and forth (laughs) because originally i didn't like them i i think i i mentioned i think having the the religious angle turned up uh um, you know, amplified. I think makes more for an interesting movie. Uh, I've now changed my mind again. I would say, you know, keep them as prisoners, but make that that they that they were prisoners like this. So this whole transformation for this group took place a long time ago, and now they're very this very very just quiet religious out, outposts. They're just a bunch of dudes who just they they just want to just live their lives out on, in peace. Uh, you know, not being a danger to themselves or anyone else. But maybe even have them in, in such a way where. Um, that that violent aspect of their lives is actually now for the most part gone, and now you introduce you a introduce Ripley, who's now this this kind of this, sexual this, temptation, this sexual temptation yeah. for them, which is yeah, and again, you don't have to have any assault scene; you can just have her there, which kind of creates things for them. Yeah. But also, maybe you have it in such a way where um, you know she's introduced this other thing, this alien. She's like, "Look, guys, we need to kill this alien," and they're just like, "No, man, we're 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 through with our killing days. That's not us she anymore." She has to right? teach them to kill again. Yeah, she actually has to. Like, <laughs> yeah. Actually has to, has to yeah, like kind yeah. of like bringing that out of them, just kind of like, and and I think that kind of I think if you I think you kind of can attach a little bit of then you kind of connect with them a little bit because now they're actually having to go back into a place where they don't want to be. Yeah. You know, without without all these new things now now in their lives. Well, there, kind of like, the, there's the concern about the danger of them being violent again. But yes. then there's also the the tension, like, well, are they going to be able to to do that? Do they want to do that? Are yeah. they willing to just die to uphold their principles? Yeah, or like you know, like, yeah. or are they willing to to set aside their peaceful ways and and fight for survival? Yeah, That's, that actually is an interesting. Uh, conflict. I like yeah. that. Yeah, that adds, does, it adds a lot more sympathy to them. Does too. that tie into though? Just to play devil's advocate, does that would that tie into this other theme of uh, Whalen Utani trying to um, retrieve the alien uh, kind of thing? Hmm. Maybe, and then maybe that sets up another conflict where they're just kind of like, "Hey, no, we don't want to help you because Whalen Utani has let us basically take over this little." part of the universe and let us do our own thing yeah we haven't had any attention from them for a long time yeah like like they they have this like perfect little setup of like we're not a danger to anyone else we've right so so maybe they they're the whole their their whole thing is like they don't want to they're more interested in trapping this thing rather than killing it kind of thing whereas yeah you're right so like so ripley wants to kill it because she doesn't want yeah okay yeah that works because that way she still she still wants to kill this this beast because she doesn't want it getting into the yeah. whaling Yutani's hands and the and the prisoners are still again going with the theme of like the prisoners are really worried about upsetting their life their yeah upsetting their life or or, so, or like yeah like going back into like so you've got attention for Ripley because now instead of being now she's she kind of is all alone now she's on a planet with people. And all of her allies are gone, whether they're dead or jettisoned mm-hmm. in other pods. But now she's like, okay, and I'm by myself. I'm with all these. I'm with all these. A, they're, they're former whatever, like terrible people, and so she's got that to worry about. But now they're like, but now they've, they've, you know, they've given up that life, and they're now just they're they're pacifists for they're they're Buddhist pacifists, yeah. say. <laughs> and they're just like they don't they don't want any part of her, but they also don't want any part of of any sort of like, you know, 
So yeah, they see her as like the devil in this temptation, saying, "Look, I'm a woman from space, and I want you to kill for me now." Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just I just feel like I just feel like just even just turning up that that religious aspect that yeah. makes things a lot more yeah. fun. Um, I've kind of mentioned I wouldn't have to I wouldn't kill off Newton Hicks just because it's not necessary. Um, it's and that's the real killer is that it's so superfluous. Yeah. Like, yeah. it serves it serves nothing yeah. in the movie yeah. to kill them all. I will say that I do I do like the autopsy scene. There's a lot going on there to like, I think, just the... Well, the, I guess there's a tension there. The, right? yeah. yeah, and just, you know, the 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 anguish that uh, Ripley is going through, yeah. having to rip apart, you know, this, who was, you know, she kind of felt like was her child kind of thing yeah her surrogate child yeah Yeah. so in isolation that 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 scene's actually quite good i thought and it kind of sets up her and clemens's relationship too like he does he knows now she has a secret i think think the more i'm thinking about it the more i like killing them (laughs) 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 might have a problem (laughs) well we'll see if i get outvoted or not the uh that's i I think it's i think it just i think it's like i said i think it sets up that you can do other you you could do other things with with the franchise because now you still have characters that you know so so maybe maybe newt grows up to be you know ripley 2.0 that's the thing or you you, the next time you see hicks and newt they're you know or maybe maybe how about how about like, just how about just one of them dies? How about you, how about Newt survives and she's on the planet with Ripley, and and Hicks dies and then we have the whole uh, autopsy. Okay, I mean, scene it could make sense. It could make more sense with Hicks because he was pretty violently injured at the last one. It would kind of make yeah, sense that yeah. if he didn't survive, yeah, he melted mm-hmm. pretty much. So. If you consider the video game uh, Alien Isolation to be canonical, then uh, Ripley's actual daughter grows up to be Ripley. Oh, really? Oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> that, that works, too. Um, the, the other change would make, and I'm surprised we haven't really touched this, about, uh, is about you know, Ripley's connection to the aliens, because she has the queen gestating inside her. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the movie, and I'm not sure what happens in the assembly cut, but in the theatrical version, uh, the alien and Ripley kind of come face-to-face, and the alien does not kill Ripley, uh, obviously, sensing that the queen is inside her. Yeah. Um, another another twist. Call it back a dirty twist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so another CM twist. Uh, I'm actually going to have it so that not only not only do the 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 aliens actually not want to harm her, they actually uh, what they it kind of comes and again this, you think you think of this idea, it kind of becomes apparent that they're actually killing for her in a way like they're killing they're killing they actually want to protect her a little yeah. bit. Uh, because they know she knows she's she's kind of you know kind of growing the queen inside her, but it's kind of like so it's kind of like the you know. Well, that's the problem I kind of have with the alien series is that I'm never really sure why the aliens are uh, murdering everyone. Yeah, they, are they, they, are they doing thinking, it for sustenance? Yeah, or, or well, are they doing one, it, or, or are they doing it in in they hate life in order to protect the queen? Or yeah. what's what well, is their the purpose yeah. for doing? In it? the aborted William Gibson script, okay. you find out that they just hate organic life because they are, in fact, like biomechanical or something. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And so they just instinctually want to kill everything that's organic. Oh, okay. Uh, but that that script is... That script will... Is yeah. In the trash, Into the it's gone. Into the wind. Um, but the, uh, in, the original, in the original cut of the movie... Um, as I were, of the original Alien movie, the alien turns one of the crew members that that it kills into an egg. So there's some suggestion that they that they actually are are using other biomatter to to gestate okay. 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 to create more life, okay. and that the, the, the implication that the crew of the ship that they found on the planet was turned into the eggs ah. that uh, that they find in okay, the original yeah. movie too. Yeah. So I think that's kind of where they were originally. Who knows now? Like yeah, yeah it's all it's, up it's, in yeah. The I think at this part at this point we could say like no one really knows why they just do it. But I mean, yeah. I, th- I think well, apparently I mean, they, you know it's it all just stems from some sort of black dust. That flow, oh, that's right. Yeah, Yeah, but I I think about having like something where, like, it's instead of like the you know the aliens obviously not killing Ripley obviously until that the Queen is born, but actually having something where, um, you know, they're doing they're actually kind of like almost like, uh, yeah, they're 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 killing on her behalf or they're they're killing other people because they're building something for the Queen a nest of human bones or I don't know whatever, but it's but it's basically something where where this where for Ripley it becomes apparent that like. You know, before they were just killing everyone, but it's like, oh my god, now these things which I hate and they've killed all the people I've known, they're actually killing 
for me or they're killing for me for some reason. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure how to That would actually yeah. be an interesting plot point too, because you could have uh, like some of the pris- prisoners threaten her at some point, and then the alien swoops in and kills them. Yeah, and she gets away, so it's a little ambiguous. Yeah, but it, like. And then you could even have the prisoners maybe start to cotton on, like, it's, what's, what's what, going on? You here? brought this thing here, and now it seems to be killing everybody. But you, you seem to be yeah. not. You seem to constantly get away yeah, yeah. from it. Um, so there could be a little element of distrust there, and then eventually it builds up to the reveal of, oh, it actually is killing people around me because yeah, yeah. I have its queen baby inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like I said, I feel like I feel like yeah, I feel like I feel like I feel like we've like there's there's we can we can do a good job. <laughs> <laughs> sure. All we have to do is 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 coalesce all these disparate ideas, <laughs> form them into a treatment, and then a script. <laughs> And then sell it. I then bought a Bing. <laughs> what did you uh, What did you think about Lance Henriksen showing back up as uh, Person Bishop at the end? Was he actually Person, or was he actually oh, Bishop yeah. too? Because they smashed his ear pretty good. Yeah, but he. I thought he was like bleeding and stuff. He wasn't. Yeah. Like, was he? he wasn't silicone. He didn't have oh. all, all sorts of milky stuff. Yeah, that's why. That's why he says. I, that's why he screams at her. That he's 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 clearly human because. Oh. He's, it's 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 a lot clearer in the assembly cut, yeah. and that whole sequence is a lot longer too. Oh, okay. Like that guy doesn't just like just like he just doesn't pick up a bat and be like boop for no reason. Like there's a little like like, like there's an actual build up. To uh, yeah, where he realizes, oh, I've made a terrible mistake. And yeah. again, like yeah. him him doing that would make a lot more sense if him and Clemens were combined. Yeah, because he he betrays her, and then at the very end, he decides, oh, maybe I shouldn't. Clear, there's a lot clear of this, character arcs. There's too many. <laughs> there's way too many characters. I feel like in this movie. That's, that's sort of like why yeah, I'm into like combining some of these characters because, like, it, it almost feels like halfway through the movie you're getting introduced to new characters. Yeah, I mean, they, they've been they've been around the whole time, but like, yeah. but like after Clemens dies, there's almost like a reset where it's like, oh, Clemens dies. Oh, and the warden dies. Okay, now here's the new Clemens, and here's the new Warden kind of thing. And and that's something that, for example, Aliens does really well with its robust cast of Marines. Like, you've got the squad of Marines, but yeah. right off from the get-go, you get introduced to, like, six of them who are clearly more important than the others. Yeah. And then the bulk of them get killed off. Yeah. And you, you kind of know who those guys are, so it, it's a bit of a gut punch, but you mostly know those guys through the lens of the other Marines. Yeah. Yeah. But then the ones who we were introduced to who are who were important right from the get-go, yeah. now we're stuck with them and we're more invested yeah. in them. Yeah. Actually, and as they start getting picked off, you you start to feel it more. Yeah. Yeah. And you could you could do that with these guys, too. Like, you could have, here's the prison population, but, like, these seven prisoners are clearly the ones you should be yeah, watching. These are the team captains. Exactly. Or, or we can have this. Well, let me let, let me tell me what you think. Okay. Let's have a uh, uh, Suicide Squad esque introduction <laughs> of every character <laughs> who gets a nice little backstory and a, and a musical montage and titles. Big fucking titles. Uh, now, I'm just going to point out you should have prefaced that with Oscar award-winning movie right. Suicide. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you. Uh, approved, and we'll make $900 million. Also, I want to get back to this idea of the third movie being a heist movie. Right? You said, you said horror movie, action movie, heist movie. Ripley has to has to break into Wayland Utani to steal an any a, an alien and then her and the alien become buddies. Like <laughs> and then you've a buddy, buddy cop movie. movie yeah, for, uh, like, that's yeah. right. <laughs> I would, uh, fun fun fact on those so on the DVD I rented which was just like their just their theatrical DVD. Um, they actually have the they have the trailer for Alien Aliens and Alien 3 as like as part of the special features. The trailer for Alien 3 is for a completely different movie which clearly shows they basically say something like in 1979 we learned that in space no one could hear you scream. In 1992, you'll learn that on Earth, everyone can hear you scream. It shows, like, the cracking alien egg that was glowy. Okay, and then, like, yeah. a picture of the Earth. Mm-hmm. So, was that, so that was apparently the trailer at one point. Oh, it was really? supposed to be a set yeah. on Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Again, all these other things would have been better than what They did eventually do that. And it was a terrible yeah. movie. Yeah, <laughs> it was a terrible movie. Uh, we did, uh, we're gonna that, be... was, that was the introduction of, like, the uh, the, the alien predator. The pred-alien? Yeah. The predator. Yeah. You guys are going to have me back on for Alien Resurrection. So. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. Uh, 
Uh, we take a look at uh, some of the comments from uh, social media on uh, through uh, the IFC Notes Facebook page. Uh, a couple comments here. Uh, Andrew mentioned that the most egregious sin has to be destroying the key. Uh, continuity, Cameron created with aliens. Ripley gets her family back. Oh, wait, now they're all dead in a service of a mediocre prison plot. So This is why I say that we need to have Alan Bipley <laughs> exactly. as our new main character. Uh, Mark mentioned that uh, he was psyched for the District 9 guy's idea for an alien movie, not because of him necessarily, but he wanted to just pretend that the third and fourth movies never happened and carry on from aliens, which is kind of what Yeah, that was sort of like when that concept art came out that was sort of Neil Blomkamp's uh, idea that he would just ignore Alien th- uh, Three and uh, and Resurrection and just continue the that's, continuity. That's the still kind one. of sort of in development, isn't it? Like I, I haven't heard I anything that's the last that's... I heard of it, and this is actually quite recently, was that he was dead. Oh, fair enough. Hmm. And 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 to be honest, because um, he Neil had from some of la- the... his his last three movies, I think, have been duds, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah. Last yeah. two or three. Fourth time's a charm. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd certainly be curious well, to we, see what we, his If we know is. anything about Hollywood, is that you fucking fail upwards. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Uh, final thoughts before we wrap this up. Uh, Greg Beaver. Final thoughts? Yeah. Anything, um, anything, 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 what's, what's your lasting impression? Or what Please don't make any more alien movies. Uh, <laughs> Fair or enough. at least make some good ones. <laughs> Yeah, like, like I guess I, I guess that's I don't know. Question. Like Ridley Scott wants to make like six more. Yeah, do, do we do, pe- do we do people at this table want to see more alien movies, or are you kind of like, all right, we've had our fun, let's go after something? I, I don't know. I, I mean, I I think the promise of Prometheus and how good it looked in the trailers and stuff has really spoiled me on it. Like the this new the new trailer uh, trailer for Alien Covenant, like it does does look good. But, but so did Prometheus. So did Prometheus. And, and I, I believe I took a look at the writers and they were not um, encouraging the, 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 their past work. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, 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 sometimes it's just good to let sleeping dogs lie. Scott, more and more or less. More aliens, less aliens, no aliens. Uh, so long as they start making uh, quality alien movies, okay. I'm, I'm okay with it. But, okay. uh if they continue to churn out crap, then definitely Greg Beaver is on the on the right track with maybe it's time to just put that one out to pasture and uh, turn it into glue. Um, I will say, uh, anybody who, who's listening who hasn't seen the movie or hasn't seen it in a long time, uh, but is willing to maybe give it another shot, check out the assembly cut. Okay. Like, legitimately, Greg and I both yeah. are clearly agree it it makes the movie better. Yeah, it makes way, what was a what was better. a flawed movie very palatable, and those lost thirty minutes are are worth checking out. Yeah, it, even the things that are not going well in the movie, I, th- I feel like you can kind of see the guts of what Fincher was trying to accomplish with it, yeah. and, and at least appreciate it on that level. Yeah. There we go, Aaron. More aliens, less aliens. Uh, I think the world is interesting. I wouldn't be opposed to more alien movies. I just the, the last, I don't know. The last few have been bad, so <laughs> I don't. It's I, tough. I mean, I, I kind of, I, I like the aesthetic of Alien. I like, I like the, the, the look of their ships and their technology and stuff. And, and I would actually kind of be on, on board for, you know, a, a, a movie that's set in that world that doesn't have an alien in it. Hmm. You know, I would, yeah. I would be, more, I'd be interested to see, you know, what our solar system looks like under uh, in this world like you know where did they colonize you know what well, you know what's Waylon Yutani's plan like it's one of those movies yeah, little corporations like a, it, that make it reminds no me sense. of like res, like the resident evil yeah, movies it's where like the this, umbrella their, their whole thing is just like we're going to be as evil as possible until until we literally blow up the entire world and like and, and our plot is still not and finished then, and then profit <laughs> HBO here's my pitch uh, <laughs> uh television series about the Wayland yutani Corporation and all of the politics and stuff going on with them, uh, and you don't actually see a xenomorph until, like, the last episode of the first season. Yeah. And even yeah. then, like, in passing. Like, you, you, you set up, like, power and politics, and then you add in the monsters as your stinger for the second season. There's my elevator pitch, HBO. <laughs> Give me a call. <laughs> The, uh, so the correct answer to the uh, more aliens isolated. The correct answer is no more aliens. We've been there. <laughs> it's been we, it's it's been it's, it's like Terminator. We've seen the best it can deliver. We're done. Please stop. aliens go. Home. You know, as 
as I think about it, I think one of the problems with all of the Alien movies that have come out since Aliens is that everybody's just trying to do Aliens again. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that is the problem. Well, maybe, that was, that maybe was the whole reason why Aliens was, was interesting, because it wasn't Aliens. Yeah, it, it was, was like It was like, this... This is an action movie, so shifting the genres around and and and, and yeah, trying to make it more interesting was. Uh, I think you're right. Like I think I mean try and try and come at the franchise from a completely different angle. Make a heist movie, man. <laughs> I want to see an alien. No, in, I, I want to see this buddy like a leather yeah. coat and <laughs> he's, just, he's got sunglasses on and maybe he's like got, got a little toothpick like Brad Pitt or whatever. <laughs> Voiced by Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> That's the movie I want to see. Uh, I think that's all we, all we have time for tonight. Uh, be sure to um, uh, leave us a note uh, on our Facebook page or Twitter or Instagram handles where I have some notes. Uh, you can uh, also leave us a review on iTunes, on Google Play, other places where you can find wonderful podcasts like uh, Stitcher. Stitcher, yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. Um, and yeah, let us, know, let us know what you thought of Alien 3. Let us know what you think of the podcast. Until next time, I'm Colin. Greg, Scott, Aaron, and uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening. High fives, guys! Yeah. yeah. And, and <laughs> also, we need it in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Keep watching the skies. And don't don't touch anything where there's aliens. <laughs> Gross. Stop it. Follow quarantine procedures. Yeah.